superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is live on the Roku channel. And it's live on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate smart enough to have us. And our affiliate group is growing. It's getting larger like Leon from Airplane. <laughs> Dating myself as a 53-year-old man. And Leon is getting We larger. are live on Sirius and XM and Odyssey. We are um, not live on your podcast. But, <laughs> but you do get to listen to us whenever you're darn well pleased whenever by getting our podcast on the Cumulus Podcast Network. We are... Always thrilled to have you check us out on our YouTube page or on the Rich Eisen Show collection page, the video on demand service that's part of our Roku channel experience. We're live every day on channel 210 and then we re-air over and over and over again. So when we're done in hour number three of this show, hour number one in our conversation with Tom Curran and our conversation in hour number two with Tyron Matthew and everything else that we've discussed over the last two hours, it re-airs right again, and you can't avoid us is basically what I'm saying. Um, Chris Brockman and Jason Feller in their hey. spots. TJ Jefferson yeah, in his spot. He just gave us some top-notch fantasy advice. Yes, I mean, I tried okay. to at least. Okay, you know. top-notch fantasy advice. I need a fantasy win this week, bud. Zonovan. Need a fantasy win this week, which means I, 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 need, I need a big game out of Rashad White. And I'm not just saying that because I'm about to introduce him. I think you're going to get it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, 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 gotta be, I, I picked up Rashad White. When I told you to pick him up a few weeks? No. Oh, okay. The minute I left the booth in Munich, I picked him up the minute oh, I left Rich. the booth in Brother Munich. Jefferson would have had you pick him up three weeks well, before I, that. Is that when you told me that about a month before the game? No, Did you? Bit, yeah. Okay. Shout out to the guy who drafted Rashad you, White. Uh, Brock, okay. no, Brockman, Come on. Uh, yeah. Way Rich back like, in August. Rich. we got to stop talking about Rashad White as sorry. if he's not on hold. <laughs> sorry, sorry, okay. Sorry. Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line in advance of the Monday night game against the New Orleans Saints is the rookie from Tampa Bay, Rashad White. How are you, Rashad? Hi, how you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> how are you? What's going on in your world? Nothing. Just practice. Okay. Trying to get better, that's all. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. Get back in the wind collar. Okay. Last time I saw you, you were throwing Condre Diggs out of the club in Munich. I saw that <laughs> with my own two eyes. Oh, Oh, uh, you were spying. You were spying on us or I was right there. I was right there in the booth, and I watched you stiff-arm him and throw him directly out of the Alliance Arena Club. That's what I saw. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that was a great play. Uh, gave my team a lot of boost. It was great. So what? Awesome what is? how are you a different running back now than when you were at the beginning of this rookie season for you, Rashad? Uh, honestly, I feel like, 
we'll, uh, we'll make it different now. We'll make it different now than um, early in the season. It's just uh, the high adapt, how we uh, have been able to adapt to the change of speed and to the, to the game that's being played now from from college to the NFL level. Uh, i say for sure the NFL is way faster, things like that. Uh, you have to be smart in this league. Uh, this league is a lot of chess, a lot of good players, like good on good uh, players in this league. Um, and that's no knock to college, but, you know, it's just a big difference. So uh, I'd say, you know, every play you really got to come with it. So, you know, and I'm not saying I wasn't early in the season, but just being more comfortable in the offense, uh, just being more relaxed, being able to be, uh, be myself and, um, you know, understand that. Uh, as a rookie, when you first come in and things like that early in the season, you don't want to make mistakes. You try to be too perfect and understand that, you know, that I'm making mistakes and things like that. And uh, the coaches and, and the great leaders on my team, they correct them and, and correct me, and uh, we just keep going, getting better. And so what's it like being in the huddle with Tom Brady, Rashad White? Um, this is great. You know, it's, it's always just electric. I feel like for me, it's just always like, you know, you have a lot of life. You have a lot of – you know, I mean, time waits on nobody, but you have a lot of time, a lot of, have a lot of chances to, uh, you know, make things right, get things right. And, you know, you're going to have a lot of chances to make, you know, good plays and great plays. And, and he's going to, you know, do everything in his can, uh, power and will to help us win and, and, and do the right thing. So you just learn and seeing that from uh, the greatest player to ever play the game. Um, you know, you only got, you know, great role models, great guys, you know, around you. And, and that just sets it up for you, a foundation of just doing the right thing, um, you know, making a play is doing your job every play. And, and that's what, it, you know, that's what makes it great having, uh, you know, in the huddle with you. I would just think it would might be a little intimidating for a rookie yeah. to be in the in the huddle with Tom Brady. And then, as you say, you know, you're learning, you're, you're learning from your mistakes that that's somebody, that's the last guy you'd want to let down, Rashad. Yeah, uh, no, for sure. Um, and you, you don't want to let him down. And, um, you know, a lot of things in life is about trust. Um, and uh, you really see it at this level. I'll say it for sure more than you see it in college and things like that. And you got guys like Tom Brady, you know, you can earn and, and gain their trust. And, you know, I feel like that can go a long way. Uh, I mean, your confidence and his self-confidence and his belief in you and your belief in, in you and in him. And uh, you just go from there. So, you know, you just do your job. Um, the ball gets thrown my way, whatever play is called, uh, whatever I got to do. A lot for him. Uh, I know, you know, the job and the task at hand, and I, I just want him to be able to, you know, trust me, to be able to make the block or, you know, make the catch or make the run that's necessary. What is the general mood of the locker room? Obviously, that was a very difficult, troubling loss that you just suffered in Cleveland. What is the general sense of things as you take on uh, the uh, Saints on Monday night? I say the uh, general mood is uh, just doing uh, doing our job. Uh, everybody doing their assignment, uh, doing their alignment on each play, and uh, just keeping up the energy. Um, that's been uh, the main talk of the week. Uh, you know, we got to play for four quarters. Um, there's times that uh, in the season, and especially some of the games we lost and some of the games we won that we haven't played all four quarters and uh, play with energy and play for one another. So that's been a big mood in, this, uh, in our locker room. Um, you know, we feel like we got a lot of great things still ahead, but – um, you know, the the days are numbered now. So, you know, just making the most of every opportunity. Rashad White, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, running back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, are are you are you going to believe you – know, obviously, you got Leonard Fournette coming back. You got Gio Bernard here. How do you fit into this in the, in the reps now with uh, the football to be shared in, you, in your thought here, Rashad? Um, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't even think about, like, the football being shared. Then, you know, I just be grateful and blessed to 
just be in the game, you know, if I'm blocking or whatever it is, if I'm running the ball, the ball is shared, you know. So, I mean, I'm thankful to have guys, like you said, Gio, uh, been in the league and, uh, a good amount of years. Uh, Lenny, been in the league and just got a second contract and things like that. Got great things going for himself. Been in the league for a good amount of years and being able to learn from them guys uh, what to do and what not to do. And them guys, them teach me and talk me through things. So, I mean, like I said, the, the future, it kind of just for sure looks bright. Um, I don't know how things going to play out, but however it play out and the coaches believe it should play out, that's I'm all for that. Screw it. I'll come in through the front door. Am I starting you in my fantasy league this week or what, Rashad White? Is that what I'm doing? What am I doing? Uh, you telling me what I think you should do? Yeah, you, you tell me. Am I start? Should I start you in my fantasy league this week? I need a win, man. I need a W. I need, need a, a W win? more than you do. You know? Nah, nah. We need to win more for sure. But <laughs> I like that in your fantasy league, though. We need to win more than you do for sure. But okay. Look, okay. Um, I'm a big believer. In, I, let, I mean, I let people choose for themselves. Do I think you should start me? Okay. Of course, myself, I'm going to tell you that. But it's all about what you think. And that's for your fantasy team. Well, I watched you. Know, you. I, you know? I watched you in Munich. I watched you in that game. You were dominant. You were running downhill. You were stiff-arming people. You were killing it in that game. I saw that, and I'm like, that is a starting running back in the National Football League. That's what I thought. Uh, oh, man, I appreciate that. But, yeah. you know, I thought for me, it's just a test to the guys up front. You know, everybody was just doing their job and, and getting me to the third level, getting me out of space and okay. uh, be able to allow me to do who I am. So, I just tested much of my teammates, receivers was blocking. Everybody been doing their job and making sacrifices and, and things like that. So, you know. I appreciate that, though. Well, you know what, Rashad White? Uh, I know you were born in 99. I don't know how much of a John Denver fan you are or know the song Country Roads, but just hearing the fans chant it en masse in Munich as you went over 100 yards on that first snap after the two-minute warning, I-, I couldn't believe it. What the hell was that? Did you hear the chanting as you were the, the singing as you were running that ball, Rashad? Um, I mean, I would say, like, you could hear it. You can hear it in the background. Like, are you all the way tuned in or locked into it? No, that's just, that, you know that's two different things. And and I mean, you know, you can ask probably a lot of football players. Like, you know, even the crowds, even the booze, the crowd noise, and things like that. Like, right. of course, the message you can tell it affects like snaps and things like that. Of course, so, I mean, we go silent mode, uh, silent count stuff. But like, when you're in the game, it's like you really like really attention to it. Like, it's things, a lot of things going through your head at the same time. It's, you know, pre-snap at the same time, it's like when that ball snaps, all the things is clearly you just focus on the play at hand. So, like, I heard it for sure, but yeah. I say I really when I heard it the most was after the play. After the play is when you're like, oh, wow, okay, there you go. It was there crazy. I mean, it was crazy. And then after the game, was all they, like, sang karaoke for damn near a half an hour. What was that Munich experience like for you? Rashad White? Uh, for me, it was just great. Uh, seeing um, my guys and my teammates, their reactions to us winning, uh, to everybody doing their job, how hype they was. And, yeah, just to have the crowd singing, it was uh, like electric, you know. It was probably, you know, one of the, for sure, my best memories of uh, football in my life, um, i say. And it was just, you know, blessed. And a blessing, like, to get to, you know, go through that and, and actually live that moment and things like that. So it was for sure a blessing. All right, Rashad White, you're in my starting lineup. I know that for sure. That's it. I'm going to do it. So, all right. So I need. I need. I'm glad I could be in your starting lineup. Yeah, I need. I won't let you down. I need a hundred, and I need you in the end zone. I need you in the end zone, Rashad. Okay. Seriously, that's what I need. That's what I need. What, yeah. what do you mean? Wow, well, I mean, I've got an opportunity to talk. Like, you wouldn't talk to your I know, running, like, one of your running backs of your team who's killing Don't give it. him numbers. Just be, like, encouraging. You know okay. what I mean? You got this. You got it in you, Rashad. I know it. 
I know it. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Okay. That's a little bit better. Is that better? Is that more inspiring? Okay. I'm trying to inspire. Well, maybe Todd Bowles is better at it than I am. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Rashad White. I greatly appreciate it. Have a great time on Monday Night Football. Let's, uh, let's chat again soon. Okay. Sound like a plan. Thank you for having me. You, Thank of you course. That's Rashad White, rookie running back. Big fan. Gotta have it. <laughs> That's awesome. Come on. Remember that one time? Remember that? Remember, 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 you remember we had Sean Payton on? You play with Tom Brady. Excuse me. I had Camara. Like, this is like four years ago. Yeah, no, I don't know. What you're and he's starting to give it to Ingram, and he's starting to, And I told him, like, you're vulturing my touchdowns for Camara. He didn't know what a vulturing meant. Like, I taught no, no, Sean broke, Payton on Sean live Payton. Yeah. Rich Eisen show air what vulturing touchdowns were. Yep. And I told him, I'm like, give it to Camara. What are you doing? I think Kamara scored that week. I don't know if he did. All I know is that uh, Sean Payton did not take it seriously. Because after I hung up the phone with him, he texted me a photograph of a vulture. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I was serious, Sean. (laughs) I need these points. Damn straight. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I'm using this show. I don't know for Shad White. Chris, I'm using this show for good. And as you know, yes, for good. As you know, there is an I in Rich and Eisen. Tough. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Thank you for the name and reminder. (laughs) Rashad White, let's go. I need 100. I need a score. Serbia just hit the post. Are you betting on this too? No, I'm not actually. I'm I'm taking this session off. Wow, you didn't bet on Serbia, huh? No, I don't know much about them. Huh? I haven't done my research. Because there's no song in, uh, from Cheers about Serbia? If it was Albania, you would have got, gotten it? Maybe. No, I'm saving all my chips for the Trojans tonight. Oh, gosh. This man has got sneaky good games and gambling advice for you coming up. Um, no. Let's go to uh, the phone lines right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'll bite on this one. Otto in Park City, Utah. What's up, Otto? Rich. Yes. <laughs> You're on. What's up, Otto? Good to talk to you again. I talked to you once before. Yes, sir. What do you got for me, Otto? I wonder why you're not mentioning if Michigan loses by two touchdowns or more. Uh USC and TCU win. I think the committee might keep them right out of there. Otto, are you you getting in the gummies again out there in Park City? What's going on? Michigan losing by two touchdowns to Purdue. Two. Is that what you're saying? Do I think that's going to happen? No. Okay. But if it does happen. I guess that that's why, Otto, I guess that's why when you see on ESPN, it's 99% that there's a 1% chance, right? There's a 1% chance. But for Michigan to get its first loss and have the same number of losses as Ohio State, who it's just beaten by 22, and one fewer loss than Alabama, and two fewer losses than LSU, and one fewer loss than Tennessee – I mean, who, who's going to knock them out? Who's going to knock them out? The, the committee is. First of all, let me let me say this. I'm not a hater. I like Michigan. I hope they're in there. Yeah. I, I would be happy if they won. Now, mm-hmm. is Al, who did Alabama lose to? Alabama, by the way, your, your phone's crapping out. Thanks for the call. Alabama lost to both Tennessee and LSU. And Tennessee was a last-second field goal from literally the middle of the field. And LSU was them going for two instead of just – Forcing overtime and Brian Kelly putting his politics on the line, you know, and that was the end of that. What is the one percent chance that Michigan doesn't make it? 
That would have to. They would have to. They would have to be supplanted by both Ohio State and Alabama and who Tennessee. They would have to lose by like five touchdowns to Purdue, and have. Why are we even discussing? God this? forbid, multiple guys get hurt. Like, yeah, Why are we I, even putting this in the ether? I'm not sure. I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> You're in. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, more of your phone calls, and then when we come back, I have got some games that are underneath the radar screen and still to come. You cannot watch U.S. the U.S. men's national team take on the Netherlands, take on the Dutch without us setting the table in a proper fashion. Correct. Um, and we're not we're not going to talk offense, defense. We're going to talk about famous Dutch people. So I don't know if we're going to hear the name Rick Smits or uh, Paint. At all? Anything like the Dutch boy? Rich, actually, we're, we're doing facts about Netherlands. Ah, Netherlands facts? Yeah. Very good. The list of famous people from Netherlands, to me, honestly, it's not that good. It's a little thin? A little uh, Okay. I got, a, I got a good one. It's not a deep bench? It's like Eddie Van Halen and da, Rick Smith. The, 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 the Netherlands yeah. didn't, have, didn't have a deep enough bench to, to, to do that? <laughs> we're going Dutch facts. Dutch facts. I guarantee you, you don't know these facts, because I don't. <laughs> I just learned them yesterday. How about that? <laughs> so we got an expert. <laughs> we'll take a break. <laughs> We're stupid. <laughs> but call us anyway. <laughs> Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. I just saw a Rick Stroud um, text that Brady's talking at the podium right now, talking about how three weeks ago he asked for more one-on-ones in practice with the receivers and the and the defensive back, and he, he, he'd like that to create, he likes it to create competitiveness with his receivers. Okay. And um, I'll just say this. 
he mentioned that in our meeting in Munich. Oh. That he wants more one-on-ones. And Irv was stunned that they didn't do it because that's all they did when he was in practice, and he loved it. I'm just wondering if uh, Michael Irvin had anything to do with it. Just throwing that out there. So, man, I, I tell you, I came out of that meeting in 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 Munich thinking this is it, like for Brady, and they came up with that win, and I thought this is it, and then it wasn't. Yeah, I, I was surprised. I still can't believe lost. they lost that game in Cleveland. Yeah, me too. And I just hope for Buccaneers fans that they come out, they sweep the Saints, they get back to 500, and that that game will just be an outlier. Is Marshawn Lattimore, where, where is he right now? You want to look that one up? Yeah. Because if Lattimore is going to go against Mike Evans, then that's going to be what we call must-see television on Monday night. They just do not like each other. And I'm imagining Bruce Arians will not be on the sideline for that one. There, he practiced. Okay, that's good. Kirk in Nevada, let's take your phone call. What's up, Kirk? Nevada, I'm sorry. My God, I'm going to have my entire uh, man card removed in the state of Nevada on Raiders Nation Radio. My bad, everybody listening in Vegas right now. What's up, Kirk? Kirk, you there? You know, that's funny because one of the first things I wanted to thank you for was always pronouncing I am. Can you hear me? I know. And I, I the New me? Yorker in me came out. I used to I used to say Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me, Kirk? Yeah. I play. can. I got you. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. I'm um, sorry. No, I'm a New Yorker, so I used to say Oregon too. Um and I know it's Oregon and I know it's Nevada, and my my apologies by introducing you that way. Let's uh let's just what what else what's on your mind, Kirk? You know what? First of all, let me start off by saying you've always pronounced it correctly. We'll let this one go. uh, (laughs) I have a history. I've been around sports all my life. My father and my uncle were sportscasters of renown. But you have single-handedly, as a lead pipe-wielding professional, Uh. absolutely inspired my desire to enjoy college football. You've made me a Michigan fan. This is absolutely fantastic. (laughs) I can't wait to tune in. Every Monday to hear you have the opportunity to praise Michigan. Go blue. I appreciate wow. that, Kirk. How about that? Jeez. How about that? Squaggle. See, Chris, if you were a little bit more effusive, he'd call in and say he's now a Syracuse fan. But you, but well, he, our, our team stinks. Oh, is that right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you, Kirk. I appreciate that. <laughs> Kirk in Nevada, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. How about that? Did you think I was inspiring? No. You think I was annoying. <laughs> no, yeah, it's very annoying. Is it really? I mean, look, if you're not a Michigan or Big Tenor, it's pretty annoying. Well, the whole, whole country watched. No. Not everyone's a Michigan. 17 million watched. The whole country watched. 17 million. Largest audience to watch a game on Fox or any ESPN, Fox or ABC yep. uh, game. Nine yeah. million less than the third game yeah, on Yeah, that's the NFL Thanksgiving. on Thanksgiving night. Fine. Great. That's the beachfront property of Yo, all beachfront no, property. No, absolutely not. Elf was on TV. Christmas oh. Vacation. They, it's, it's a wonderful life. How do you know? Weren't on. you watching? Weren't you locked in on Thanksgiving uh, I mean, night? I was flipping around. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Just saying. Don't bring up Elf Third anymore. piece of pie. Don't bring up Elf anymore. Good point. <laughs> You're getting that tattoo, buddy. I like it. Uh, um, so, look, this weekend, going to be amazing. Going to be absolutely amazing on Sunday. Last week, little lacking, right? 
Wasn't a little lacking last week? This uh, week, NFL different. Say, yeah, a little bit. Different this week. I got the week 13 schedule right here in front of me. And you have got uh, the Jets and the Vikings uh, headlining, if you will, the early window games. And then you've got the uh, late window where the Dolphins and the Niners and the Chiefs and the Bengals, and then you've got also as a headlining the early window games, the Eagles and the Titans. My gosh. So we're going to go a little bit deeper in the schedule because that's what we do here on this program. Can you give me a little bit of NFL Films music yes, for a little bit of, little bit of, little bit of something, something right here? <laughs> because while the Eagles and the Titans have at it, the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants have at it. And this is what we call a really sneaky, important game. Because if you look at the NFC standings right now, every single NFC East team is making the playoffs. That's not going to happen, folks. That's not the way it's going to end. Why am I so confident that that's not the way it's going to end? Because the Giants and Commanders play each other twice, starting right now. And by the way, in the next three weeks, they play each other twice in the next three weeks. It's the only team the Commanders play in the next three weeks because they take on the Giants in New Jersey, then have a bye week and take on the Giants in FedEx Field. So they're away, then they're by, then they're home against the Giants. And the Giants while the commanders are on a bye week, play the Philadelphia Eagles for the first of two times. It's wild that the schedule makers had the Giants finish up their season series with the Cowboys before they took on anybody else in the NFC East, but that's the case. And you look at the Giants' remaining schedule as they sit there in the sixth seed, still sort of surfing off that amazing run to start the season that started with that Dayball decision to go for two in week one and run the risk of starting 0-1 and instead it sparked a remarkable start of winning six of their first seven but they've lost three out of their last four and they take on Washington and Philadelphia twice wrapped around a visit to Minnesota and a home date on New Year's Day against Indianapolis so the Giants need it not only do they need it to stop this three out of four game stretch that they've gotten with losses but they got to stop the commanders run that they're on the washington commanders on the other side while the giants have lost three of four they have gone on a remarkable roll i hate to say it since carson wentz got hurt and they turned to taylor heineke and off they go they've won six of seven they started one and four they've now won six of seven and they take on the Giants twice before visiting San Francisco, get Cleveland and Dallas in their house to wrap things up. What a huge game this is. Just monster big. Because the Giants could find themselves, if they can't put their foot in the ground and win division games over the next three weeks, they could wind up looking up at the Seattle Seahawks, which is a problem for them because they lost in Seattle in this stretch of losing three out of their last four. Big game for the Giants and the Washington Commanders. And then at the same time, in the AFC West, man, every time I think I'm out, the Raiders pull me back in. I turn my back on them. 
<laughs> I turned my back on them, Goodfellas style. Now I got to turn my back on them. I turned my back on them after they lost in Jacksonville and kept on losing games in which they were up by 17. Mm-hmm. And the owner's like, Rome wasn't built in a day. But, you know, they Rome also, I mean, like, this isn't the forum shops. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. Like, this is football here. All right? I like those. And the autumn wind needs to be a pirate. And right now, that autumn wind is a freaking pirate. Yeah, buddy. Because the Raiders have walked it off twice in a row on the road in very difficult places to play. Denver, say what you will about the offense. Say what you will about their quarterback's birthday RSVP list. Mm. But that is not an easy spot to win in. And then Seattle against the 12s with Seattle coming off of a bye, off of that loss that stuck with them. And the Raiders stuck their foot in the ground. And Josh Jacobs says, guess what? So don't pick up my fifth-year option. That will be your problem because I am going to make this a walk-off year with a walk-off touchdown that puts a bag on the table and say, you pay me. And Devontae Adams has catching is starting to catch passes and he had that walk-off touchdown against denver and how great is max crosby and how big is chandler jones becoming this is what i saw this is what i saw coming into the year and it's beginning to happen and it didn't happen in the beginning of the year and it first started to not happen against the chargers who come into their building we saw what happened in week one That was a winnable game for the Raiders, but they started making too many mistakes in their first seven, eight games of the year, and it started just up the road in SoFi. Now, the Chargers stroll in here into Vegas this weekend, trying to tell me and the rest of Raiders Nation, okay, that's the end of that, and we're going to sweep the Las Vegas Raiders, and we're going to start winning football games, and we're going to get out of the sniffing it column in the AFC playoff picture. And they have an opportunity to start catching teams in front of them. But not if they lose to the Raiders. And if the Raiders win their third in a row, right around the corner is a trip just up the road against the Rams team that's starting John Walford this week. Because it looks like Matthew Stafford, despite being out of concussion protocol, we're not going to see him again this year. Shut it down. Aaron Donald is out. Allen Robinson is out. Cooper Cup is out. Talk about a winnable game in Los Angeles where we all know the Raiders have a home field advantage. Let's talk about it. This can turn around real fast in the next five days. The Raiders could have four wins in a row by Thursday. And then all of a sudden, you've got 500 in your sights. All of a sudden, you've got, yes, a playoff run developing. But not if the Chargers and Justin Herbert come in and say, not today. What a huge game in the AFC West this is. I love it. I can't wait for it. And then I know I mentioned this at the top about being a headliner of the early games, but let's talk about it because it is beneath the marquee in terms of conversation nationally, in terms of playoff ramifications, because it doesn't involve two division leaders like, say, Tennessee and Philadelphia. Jets and the Vikings. Jets and the Vikings. Minnesota Vikings coming off of that rousing Thanksgiving night win to remove the dreadful taste in their mouth left by your Dallas Cowboys, T.J. Jefferson. That 40-3, to I mean, you can't even call it a curb stomping. I think that that is a, um, 
an insult to curbs. <laughs> so the Vikings came up with that dub, taking on the Patriots and winning a game and national television and Kirk Cousins liking that and Justin Jefferson looking the way he looked. The defense, however, is susceptible with all due respect to Patrick Peterson, our Wednesday Peterson. guest. Here comes Mike White and the Jets. <laughs> and this is a big game for the Jets because it's Mike White's first game on the road. We will see how he can follow this up. The last time he captured the back pages of New York, he followed it up on the road on a short week on a Thursday night, and he got hurt because that's what happens to the Jets. We can't have nice things. <laughs> so let's see what happens now in Minnesota. Can he follow it up? Because if he cannot, all of a sudden we go to Robert Sala post game and say, is it Zach Wilson time now? Guess who's the third inactive, not even dressing again for this game? Robert Sala announced Friday, Flacco's backing up white. And Zach oh. is going to have an earbud in, and he is not playing. Interesting. Wow. Period. End of story. It's on Mike White again, and their running back room is banged up. And Zonovan Knight is the kid that might have to carry it amongst Big Z on the other side for the Vikings and the rest of that defense that wants to say, okay, we've heard what you said after the Cowboys came in and the Patriots came in and put up 73 combined. Here we go. Is that what they did? I don't know how many points the Patriots scored. 60-something combined? <laughs> a lot. Long story short, Vikings defense has something to prove here. And the Jets defense to come in and say, hey, Sauce is going to go on Too much on Justin Jefferson. And Ooh, Reed God. goes on Thielen. And Cook, guess what? It's Quinn and Williams trying to stop you on the way to Kirk Cousins, who, if you really want to just get drilled down in on it, Kirk, once upon a time, had an opportunity to be the Jets quarterback and said, I will just go to Minnesota and I will take the Vikings dollars and I will take those guaranteed dollars and I will turn down the opportunity to be Broadway Kirk. I will just go to the Great White North and go there. Well, he knew Kirk Thuggins was coming. Kirk Thuggins. He knew it was coming. Might be showing up on Sunday. The Vikings win this game. They have an opportunity to print a playoff ticket. So there's that opportunity to clinch a playoff spot. And if the Jets don't win, let's just characterize it that way. If you put up the AFC standings, they've got right behind them the New England Patriots. The Patriots would be one game behind the Jets, which is too close for comfort because the Patriots swept them and have a tiebreak over them. They would wind up being uh, tied with the Chargers. I don't have right in front of me. Um, the tie breaks that might come into play. The Chargers might have a better record in conference than the Jets. Uh, this would be an out-of-conference loss. But the Bengals have already beaten the Jets. And the Bengals would have that opportunity um, to uh, cash in that tie break on the spot as they already have to be six over the Jets, seven. Now, let's just say this. The Jets win. They would be two in front of the Patriots. How monstrous is that to be two games in front of a team that's got a tiebreak over you? If the Chiefs beat the Bengals, they would be one game above a team that has a tiebreak above them. And if the Niners beat the Miami Dolphins, if that happens, then the Jets would wind up being your fifth seed. They would be number five in the AFC going into week 14, something I would have signed 
on the dotted line for, no question about it. And Mike White would have a two-game winning streak as a starting quarterback. Big stakes. Just big stakes. And those are the three games that are kind of under the radar for me that I placed in front of you. Love it. We have got gambling advice for you. I'm hot. Are you really? <laughs> I am. And you're and that's this is the time when the air conditioning kind of hits you this, too. Yeah. No, no, All right. So that's how hot right you are. That's what I mean. Okay. Well, you fired tonight. Chris Brockman doesn't normally say that sort of stuff because you know the gambling gods frown upon that sort of uh, normally he doesn't they do don't that like well. it, but I'm feeling Postfulness. it. I'm feeling myself. All right. <laughs> and Chris, boy, this is you ready to carry this segment? Yeah. Ready to carry the show into Absol- the weekend? Absolutely. Because you have Dutch facts. I have the top five. Most interesting facts about the Netherlands. Is there music to go along with it? I don't know. We'll come up with some in the break. <laughs> Efforting. Great production. Great planning. I, I love that Fantastic. we've turned into a list show, man. This makes me so happy. You know what? People like lists. <laughs> you know, I try, I try, you know, I feel like I helped usher this in, and I feel like a proud father. You have been inspired. <laughs> you have inspired, sir. Well, you know, someone even mentioned on our YouTube page the fact that they felt it was hilarious that you hated lists, and now it seems like you love them. You distribute, you make things better, you have people talking about you, just like Chris Paul. We'll take a break. Oh, wow. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844 204 Rich. Oh my God. Going to break. We'll be right back. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chazen show talking about Lamar Jackson's tweet that he sent on our we're talking uh, now on our, our radio show to our radio audience it's just you don't ever have to anytime you respond to a troll anytime you respond to anybody who's critical of you Keith Olbermann taught me this a long time ago he's like anybody that criticizes you on the air does not about what you do on the air whatever does not have your best interest in mind. Just doesn't. Doesn't have a personal stake in anything. Just may have something personal against you. Pay it no mind. You might take it, the criticism, and internalize it to get better. So, Lamar, it's just like, it doesn't, you're giving this person your platform when you're responding. I've told you that all the time. Don't don't read the YouTube comments. Look, man, don't do that. I mean, don't that sounds good in theory, but some people like every now and then you're gonna respond. Oh, and like, I totally so, understand his response is, "I'm a human. I got yeah, upset." Like, you know, and you I know it sounds so great just, to like just internalize it, but not everybody can do that all the time. He's got to. Well, I mean, certainly if you're a face front well, quarterback in the National Football granted, League, now Lamar should be on a different level yes. than me. But you know, well, I mean, you're 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 you distribute like you say. You're you got you're multiversal. You're man, very, I ain't even on Twitter. Nobody, you know. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just. I can't tell. 
ability to go and eat. It makes no sense for him to tell this guy off. You're right. You're right. You just saw that there's no upside. No upside. When you hit send, it's just like, I told that one fan that's sitting there that doesn't clearly have my best interest in heart, my personal best interest, you know, because I busted my butt, and next time when I score a touchdown, that guy's going to love me again. It's just – it's – Fanatic has the word fan at the very base. That's it. Just think about that. And hover, don't, don't, don't hit. Send. 844-204-RICH is always the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show, which, um, look, we're excited. Men's national team in the knockout round. Knockout round. Knockout round. Big which, time. For those who don't uh, follow the international sport of football and soccer, knockout, knockout's the, the same way of win or go home. Okay? So um, you lose, you're out. And it's the United States against the Netherlands, which is, by the way, not a bad draw, if you will. They're, they're the eighth best team coming in. I mean, it's not bad. Not bad. I mean. Could be worse. Right. Which is what uh, half of what our ranking was, right? We were 16 Yeah, we were 16 right. okay. coming in. Okay. So this is possible. So how do we get ready for it? We could sit here and do the matchup game and the defense and offense game. That's not the way we handle our business on this program. <laughs> So prior to taking on the Netherlands, here's the most important facts Chris Brockman has found about the Netherlands. Correct, Chris? Correct. What do you got for me over there? All right, let's hit it. Hold on. You have music? I think we have production value. (laughs) Fun facts about the Netherlands. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. (laughs) We're making this personal. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, music, Jay? Michael Caine from uh, Michael. from uh, what was that from uh, from Austin Powers? Nice from Austin Powers, Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah. All right, the top five uh, the fun facts about the, about Netherlands. Yeah, okay. About Netherlands, which I, I'm going there I was about to o- over Christmas. Oh, I'll be is there. That, is that one of the facts? So it's not. You better okay. be nice, man. They might be looking out bonus. for you. That's a bonus. So yeah. if you see me, if you're listening right now. Say what's up. You're going to see Brockman riding the I bike. I think the first thing the, the folks who, who who might be a little bit more familiar about the Netherlands and us, and us that than us might be saying, "What's with the accordion?" That, I don't know. Is this? Did, did you look up Dutch, Dutch music? music? Is this, this is, Dutch music? This is called Dutch windmills. Hey, which leads us right in oh, Num- yeah. number five. Yes, <laughs> there are over one thousand windmills in the Netherlands. Huh. Over a thousand? Yeah, very famous. Uh, w- is, is, the windmill is in Netherlands. Traditionally, harness the wind for a variety of purposes, such as grinding grain mm-hmm. and draining wetlands. But n- none of them are built to 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 putt a golf ball through. <laughs> Sadly, I don't think mini golf okay. is big. Okay, over, over there. Okay, okay. Number. <laughs> and you've done a, you've done the research, so you would know. I, I have done the research. <laughs> I would know all of this. All right, number four. <laughs> yes. The Netherlands yes. is the world's biggest exporter of flowers. Oh, isn't that nice? Okay. Known as the world's flower shop for good reason. They produce 80% wow. of the world's flower bulbs and the flower industry. Okay. Makes up 5% of Netherlands GDP. No kidding. 5% of the gross... What does the DVP stand for? Dan Patrick? Gross, gross Dan Patrick? <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. is uh, flowers? Flower, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. 4.3 billion tulip bulbs annually are produced in the Netherlands. Wow. Is that what you also call the Polisics? 
<laughs> tulip bulbs? Oh, hey. 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 Yeah. All right, what else you got over Ulyssic, there? cleared to play tomorrow. Yes, he the is pelvic clear. contusion is clear. He did not get hit in the Pulisics. No. Number three. Yes. The Dutch national anthem. Yes. Is the oldest national anthem oldest? in the world. Really? In the world, guys. When did it first? When did they first uh, start singing it? Uh, oh, I had it. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. anthem dates back to between. They don't know the exact date. Oh, it's anywhere in- from 1569 to 1572. Jeez, wow! It did not become the official Dutch anthem though until 1932. Oh, it took a while. But it's been hundreds and hundreds of years. It took a while. Yeah, hundreds of like a fine wine, fermented. All right. Or cheese. Number two. Yes. From under? Nice. You guys, you guys all like carrots, right? You guys all. Like- <laughs> that, that, that caught me. That, that caught me like uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Sean McVay trying to hit me on the focus. sideline right there. I'm sorry. Okay. Number two. Yes. Two, uh, yeah. Number two. Carrots. We all like carrots. You yeah. got to eat your carrots. Your exactly. fry side. Carrots are orange because of the Netherlands. How, Chris? How sweet. Back in the 10th century. Yes. That's the 900s. Carrots were originally white, purple, or pale yellow. I saw that in House of Dragons, actually. But the story goes yes. that Willem of Orange, King William III, he helped the Dutch win independence from Spain in the 17th century. The Dutch farmers honored the king ah. through clever breeding, which turned the carrots orange. Really? You guys didn't know oh, that, did you? I didn't. Because he's William of Orange. Yeah, exactly. Good thing he wasn't, exactly. good thing he wasn't William it, of Mauve. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I now, eaten mauve, carrot, yeah. mauve carrots. Orange is still the official color of the Dutch royal family. By the way, I just like saying mauve. mauve. What's up, Great Doc? sitcom. <laughs> then there's mauve. As you'll notice, I'm sure the Dutch will probably be wearing orange tomorrow. That, um, I, I would I would pretty much guarantee it. That's All their right. thing. Number one. Number one. This is the top fact this is the that top, you could come up with. Yes, the most interesting fact about the, the Netherlands. By the way, the rest of them are very fascinating. So this gotta, you got a high bar to clear. Yes. The Dutch consume the most licorice out of any country in the world. I, that's crazy. In the world. Holy Twizzlers, Batman. Well, how do you know this? They how do we eat, know this? They eat around two kilos Jeez. per person per year. What? That's around 32 million kilos of licorice each year. Is it red vine or Twizzler, though? That's the oh, question. Oh, please. Well, they red vines can go pound sand, man. As you, know, As you know, one kilo no equals 2.2 pounds. So I did not know that. So the, the average, the average, the average, hold on a second. The average Dutch person, put it in pounds, baby, pounds. What you got for me? about four and a half pounds a year of, of licorice. Licorice is delicious. Wow. That's a lot. Okay. That's a lot. Fair up on my kilo weight. Do we have one more? And now some famous people who oh, are from who we got? the Netherlands. Who we got? Throw it up. Oh, Vincent the Van Gogh. Vincent Van Gogh. Famke Johnson, everybody. Famke, yeah, All right. right. Eddie Van Halen. Late, great Eddie Van Halen, of course, from Van Halen. Max Verstappen. Friend of the show. Who's been in this studio. Rembrandt. And Pope Adrian VI. I got one that's missing. Uh, hold on. Other also, re- also, wait, wait. Also, receiving also receiving votes. votes. Also Rutger Hauer. Hieronymus Bosch. Oh, Hieronymus Bosch. Johannes Vermeer. And who? Tiesto? Tiesto's a DJ, DJ. Vegas DJ. That was for Mike, and of course he's not here. Tiesto. <laughs> Does, did Mike make sure, did Del Tufo said, make sure you spell it with an umlaut? Yeah, hey, umlaut. Don't forget the, the dots over the E. <laughs> you got one more? Yeah, Johan van der Smut. Okay. 
He's famous for his quote. I love gold. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I love gold. USA. See. USA. Now, when everybody's settling in tomorrow for this soccer match, whoever hasn't taken in this segment is lacking. You are lacking in knowledge to go into this. By the way, um, if we advance, it looks like we're taking on Argentina. So as soon as this match is over, if we win. Argentine facts. Argentine facts. Argentina facts. Okay. Don't cry for me. That's right. Damn straight. We're going to have some musicals. (laughs) If we could only advance. The truth is I never left you. Flu is running through the Netherlands camp right now. We can't root for that. We can't root for that. Whatever it takes, Rich. You know what's to, you know what they you know what you they can do to fix that? Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> licorice. Licorice. They're having lots of licorice. Four and a half pounds. What's the matter? That's what the so hell? Much. Well, they must have gone to those bring coffee shops. Bring first. licorice back when you go. I will bring some back for you guys. <laughs> we'll chat on Monday. 